Hello again, team, and welcome back to the Confidence Covered by Humility podcast, where we explore various ways to lead our businesses, our teams, and our homes with humble confidence. One of the most stressful and frustrating experiences for business owners is this process of like awareness. There's these things that you you know you know, there's the things you know you don't know, but it's this one that's really huge, and it's it's the stuff that comes out of left field that you you don't know that you didn't know until it's too late. You end up finding out the hard way. That's the tough piece of this. It's the painful way in which you figure it out. That's the stuff that that you know it hurts. And since we all have these types of blind spots, I just wanted to share some ways that you can overcome them today on this podcast. Let's break it down. Let's talk about some things that that we know. Let's look at the things that you know you know, right? In business, you know that you have to charge a reasonable price for your product or your service so you can make money. You know that you have to build a team and you're going to have to hire people to be on that team to help you complete work and serve your customers. You know that you're going to need technology and you're going to need systems to help you be more efficient and productive. You know that you need a certain amount of cash flow so you can buy inventory or pay bills, pay your taxes, etc. Now, let's talk about the things that you don't know. It could be anything like this. Are we charging the right price for our products and our services? You have awareness that you're not 100% sure, so there's things that you can figure out. Are we doing that well? Where should we be? Maybe it's what's the best way to develop people and to get them ready for higher levels of responsibility to take on a new role. How much money should we invest in technology? That might be uh, something that you're aware of that you don't know how to do or don't have the answers to. How about inventory levels or other parts of managing a growing business? Things like benefits and paid time off policies. You know that you don't know how to do those well. And then finally, I'll just give you this example. It's like, how do you create a three or five year strategy and execute it well? You know you need to do that, but you don't know how to do that. And that's pretty common, right? But that takes us into this third part, this danger zone part, and it's the things that we don't know that we don't know. I'm just gonna give you a couple examples here. This is gonna include things like employee laws or other legal matters around your business, tax laws, uh, it could also even include things like business development, but there's businesses out there that exist and they've never really had to sell or drive business growth. It's just happened and that's awesome. But here's what happens is something changes and then what you don't know sneaks up on you. Market shifts or there's inventory and, and supply chain issues, the economy, whatever it is, suddenly those existing pipelines that you had, that revenue stream, It's not there, and now you've got to do something about it. And this is the part where you don't know what you don't know. This is where you're most vulnerable. So I'm going to give you five five things that you can do to be more proactive so that you don't feel vulnerable uh, and not know what you don't know. So here's the first one, and this one is actually one of my favorites. It's building a network of peers. That's the first one. It's essential that you do that because this gives you the opportunity to share stories with others who understand where you're at. You're talking at a a networking event or over coffee, over lunch, whatever it is, and you're just sharing, hey, this is where I'm at. How did you do that? What worked? Even if they don't have the answer for you, they can probably tell you what they tried. 
Maybe it, they'll say it worked or wow, it didn't work and we still are working on that. But even that's valuable information to have. And so when you just have somebody across me who understands and can relate to where you're at, that helps you gain perspective. Um, maybe it's even to just vent, you know, it's just to say, listen, this is a drag. We're really struggling here. I think it's those kinds of conversations that can lead to really powerful outcomes that just help you bring up these don't miss this type of moments. Now, the second thing that you can do here to be more prepared about the things you don't know and be feel less vulnerable is attend a workshop, a conference or a webinar. Now, similar to networking, there's always events going on, seminars and webinars, webinars that you can register and learn from. Some are good, some aren't. But there's value even in the ones that aren't good because maybe you'll meet somebody else there or maybe somebody will just show you uh, we would never hire somebody like that to help us. That's that's actually a good benefit. So it's not always waste. You just got to have that mindset that no matter what, I'm going to take away something of value here. Don't miss this piece about this networking. And, and I'm going to talk about learning again in another point, but just don't miss this. Part of your job as a leader is learning. See, no one, no one has all the answers. So you've got to make sure that you're investing in learning about your industry, related industries even. Uh, Make sure that you are developing the skills that you need and make sure that people on your team are developing the skills that they're going to need also. Now, I'm going to give you a bonus tip that if you sign up and go to a conference and you take a team in, whether it's a workshop, a conference, whatever it is, make sure that you're not just there to team build, right? Get to know each other better or that you're just not learning to learn or getting that experience. All right. That's not enough. If you attend a conference, it's costing you money. Uh, so, and time, but both of those are important. So here's what I would recommend. Set goals and objectives with each of your team members about what they want to come away with from this conference put it on them to like tell you, like, I'm going to sign up for this. Here's what I want to learn. That helps you to then, after you get back, break it down with them and then create some actual implementation goals. What did you learn? What did you like? What, what can we do? What does that look like here? And this is the only way that you can ensure that you're going to have a return on your investment there. It's huge. Very, very few people do it. And it is tremendously valuable to implement that. Now, the third thing I want to share with you is to get on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is hot. It's where it's happening right now. When I'm saying it, it's I'm talking about learning, networking, creating opportunities to do business. Maybe you find future employees, whatever it is. There is an enormous amount of wisdom and knowledge and experience out there on LinkedIn. The vast majority of people that are out there are producing very useful content uh, and they're sharing valuable knowledge. You're going to find people that are sharing links to podcasts, books, videos, various professionals that you can learn from. And truly, I just would say it this way. There's a treasure chest of opportunity out there to learn from and grow your network. And don't be a lurker when you get on LinkedIn. Get involved. Get engaged with others, even if you're not quite ready to make a post yet. Now, number four, and I touched on this already, but it's committing to being a learner. Perhaps you've heard the sayings, leaders are readers and learners are earners. And in my experience, both of those statements are absolutely true. Books, videos, podcasts, e-courses, 
You can turn your car into a, a, a classroom and listen to audiobooks and podcasts while you're while you're driving. I've learned a great deal. And one of the books I started out with listening to on audio is actually called The Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs. And I have it, I think, right here in front of me, actually, because uh, I and I liked it so much. I bought the hard copy of it and now I'm going in and I am highlighting and taking notes. I, I mark up my books. You don't want to borrow a book from me because it's all it's all messed up. But this book is fascinating to me because it breaks down exactly how Steve Jobs introduced new products like the iPhone. Uh, it's a really great chapter in there where he's talking about this because what Jobs did is he created these sound bites and he's a masterful communicator, but it was also something that he worked incredibly hard to learn to be a master at. Um, he was great at like building suspense. So when he introduced the iPhone, he's famous for saying, today we're introducing three revolutionary products, a touchscreen music player, an internet communication device, and a revolutionary phone. Now, his big reveal, here's the whole secret behind that. It wasn't that there was three products. It was one product, the iPhone. And as you learn to do things like that well, it can really help you communicate with your customers and just really stand out from your competition. It's really powerful to do that. And then the fifth way, well, it's hire a coach. If you really start to look at this, the best athletes, the best musicians, the best actors on the planet, all of them, use coaches, multiple coaches. In fact, you've got things like strength and conditioning coaches. You have nutrition coaches, vocal coaches. They have specialists to help them train and develop into these highly specific abilities. I think about celebrities who've gone through these crazy, amazing transformations for certain roles that they're going through. Uh, think about athletes like Tom Brady, who played at the highest level of football into his mid forties. You know, all of these people, uh, have used and and even now today as they transition into this next phase, they're still using coaches throughout their careers. So why not you? You know why wouldn't you use a coach to help you improve your business? I'll tell you, for me, sometimes it was my own pride that got in the way. It took me some time to want to to do those things. But I'll tell you what, I've got multiple coaches and it has been the best investment I've ever made. And so it's easy to think like maybe that's for somebody else, you know, uh, perhaps you just don't want to be viewed as weak or vulnerable, whatever it is, or that's just, maybe it's just ignorance and you just say, Hey, it's for somebody else. But again, ignorance isn't listen business, right? So maybe this is going to change your perspective a little bit. I was actually talking with an accountant this past week. If you use an accountant to help you with your tax prep and my goodness, most of you listening probably do. This is kind of similar, wouldn't you say? It's like you trust them with your financials. You trust them to know more than you about taxes to help you save the most amount of money, et cetera, and make sure that you're doing the right things. A business coach or a leadership coach is going to help you see things that you don't see. Here's some ways. I'm just going to give you three examples that a business coach can help you, all right? Whether it's me or somebody else. Number one, they can help you navigate through challenges. Number two, they can be a sounding board um, to bounce ideas around with. And number three, they can hold you capable to your goals. When I invested in a business coach, and I told you I've done this, and I told you it also took me a while to get there. I mentioned that, all right? But when I finally did that, it literally paid for itself eight times over in the first year. Now, I'm not making that number up. That's a real number. I'm not going to give you the actual numbers. I'm just telling you it was eight times 
times what I paid, I got in return. I literally increased my revenue in that area by a factor of eight. And since then, it's multiplied over and over. This has been truly one of the best investments I've ever made. Now, will you always be able to measure it? No, perhaps not always, because there are some things that you're, you're going to grow in that are more like in your soft skills or your, your presence or whatever it might be. And it's not necessarily that you can put numbers to it like that, but you're going to hear from others they're, and they're going to comment on it. They're going to say, wow, you're, you're so different. Like you've really grown in this area and that's your confirmation. So your homework from this episode is simple. I want you to do this. I just want you to pick one. One of my five recommended actions, reach out and build a network of peers. That was number one. Number two was find a workshop or conference or, or a webinar to join in an area where you know you need help with, you want help there and do it. Number three was to get on LinkedIn and start making connections. Um, I'll tell you what, if you're brand new, why not connect with me and then just do this one extra thing? I can be your first connection. I'd love to do that. But here's the one thing I want you to do that's extra is just send me a message that you heard this podcast and you want to connect. If you're already on LinkedIn, then just scroll through your feed and start leaving comments. Don't just do the likes or, or whatever. Uh, actually make, make a thoughtful comment. You could say great post if you want to get your feet wet and hit submit. But you could also say great post. Wow, that really got me thinking about and then just share something right there. And then you could even do what the 1% of LinkedIn people do. I think it's 1%. Uh, you actually make a post, right? Give it a shot. What do you have to lose? Don't be afraid. Here's the fourth thing I said to do. Pick Again, we're going to pick one of these. Is learn something new. Read a book or download an audiobook. Sign up for a course. Whatever it happens to be. Take a class. Research something for work that you do on YouTube. You don't get caught in those, those other things, right? Uh, but whatever it is, commit to doing it and just don't make an excuse not to do it. And then the fifth thing I suggested that you could do is connect with a coach. And just because you connect, listen, it doesn't mean that you're committing to something. It just means you're exploring it. You're going to learn about each other and see if you're a good fit for each other. That's my process. And if you're thinking, I might be a good fit for you, that'd be cool. I'd love to talk with you about that. And so you can call or text me directly. Again, it's going to be in the show notes, but I'll give it to you right here as well. It's 319 929 2604 reaches me direct. You're not going to go through anybody else. And so you may need to leave a message, but I will call you back. I ensure you on that. I hope you find that these strategies uh, are helpful uh, because ignorance in business, it isn't bliss. In fact, it's foolish, reckless, and it's just plain dumb. Don't be ignorant. The truth is you're better than that. You deserve more. So go and make it happen. I'm James Mayhew, and I help business leaders just like you build their companies by ensuring that they have exceptional people doing excellent work in the most important areas. I look forward to seeing you again on the next episode of Confidence Covered by Humility. Have a great day.